Hello and welcome to episode one of our new podcast, Travelling Eggs. Woo! I'm Fergus. <laughs> I'm Marie. And we're going to be talking about all the different travel disasters that we've encountered on our many travels together. Unfortunately, there were quite a lot. So look forward to that. Yeah, so there's some great content coming. And um, we also have some solo traveling stories as well of those times where we were not together. We're just the perfect couple. Like disasters happen to us individually and then they just like increase as we're together. And then they just happen more when we're together, Mm -hmm. basically. Yeah. so just a little explanation um, about why the episodes are called what they are. So we have a backstory about eggs, which we will tell you because it's just a great story. And um, we decided, you know, each episode should maybe represent a different country that we've been to. So each episode is going to be a different egg dish from that particular country. And we're also going to give you some travel tips and talk about what we did, what we recommend, what was amazing in that city and country. So, yeah, hopefully when you go there, you can check out what we saw and not have the same problems that we had. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like let's get straight into the (laughs) first disaster story which we have. The original one. The The, one it all started with. The original. The OG. So... This is about when we took our first trip together to Amsterdam back in May 2018. I think so, yeah. Should be, yeah. Yeah, May 2018. So this was first year of uni. Um, Okay, so... (laughs) How to start. How to start. So we're going to start off with me and my first problem. So here me and Marie were on the way to the airport to catch our flight to Amsterdam for a few days away. Neither of us had been before, so obviously it was super exciting and everything so first thing was I did not realize until I got to the airport that I actually didn't have my passport with me so I said this to Marie and what did Marie say in return I said it's okay don't worry you just need an ID and I asked him and was like do you have an ID and he said yeah I do and then I told him well that's no problem it's within the EU traveling within the EU so you don't need a passport, you just need an ID, it's fine. So I was like, honestly, don't worry about it, it's going to be chill. Exactly. And then we got to uh, the passport gate, where basically, obviously, everyone was having their passports checked and everything. And I, when I said I had my ID, was actually thinking about my driver's license. No, 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 not not even your driver's license. My provisional exactly. driver's license, which was the document that I had basically used like the ID number for to check in and they accepted it. So I thought, okay, it must be fine. Um, so we got to the queue, the passport gate, and no, everyone had their passports except me. And I was like, fuck, like this, <laughs> this is... <laughs> I had my ID. I don't even know if I have my passport because I have an ID because I am German. So I... You had your passport. Okay, fair. Mm. Well, basically, I have this ID. In Germany, we have this separate ID that we can use to travel within the EU. And I thought you slash him, you were talking about that. And then when I saw you, I was like, what is this? (laughs) Yes. And so when I tried to give them my driver's license before we got on the plane, the guy was like, like, what is that? And I was like... And I agreed with him. (laughs) I was like, what is this? I I, I, I was talking about your ID, not your provisional. Exactly. Driver's I, license. I was like, well, this is my my 
ID <laughs> that I'm going to use to travel. And oh, in my head, I knew this yeah. was wrong. And I was like, I know that my driver's license, like that can't be used to travel. But I was trying, I was like desperate at this point, as you would be to just get on the plane anyhow. Um, but no. The sad thing is, I wonder if, if you'd gone back the second we realized it and come back with your passport, if you would have made it in time, this, I think you would have. This is the thing. Without my knowledge, the plane would later get delayed by like hours. So technically I, I think could. five hours. Yeah, I could have easily made it home because we were just in London and we lived in London. It was like a 40 minute train ride to Gatwick or wherever we were. And so I could have technically just got the train home, got my passport, come back and still made it on time. But I didn't know the plane was going to be delayed. None of us did, obviously. Exactly. So... I remember us literally trying to bribe the security guard and begging him to please, please let him on the plane. And the guard told us, well, even if I let him on the plane, they wouldn't accept him yes. in Amsterdam. Exactly. And how would I get back home as well? Exactly. Like they, so it wouldn't have worked. And I was then feeling really shit and I'm embarrassed because that had never happened to me before. So... I was like, well, <laughs> well, me and Marie had a little chat and we were like, well, the only thing we can do is I need to go back and get my passport. Like, there's no other way I can come. Um, so I told Marie to stay and I oh, was like, right, I'm going to have to go back and get my passport. So I started walking away and I like tried to find someone who worked at the airport to tell them, like, I need to rearrange my flight because I'm not going to make this one. But there was also loads of like thunderstorms that day. So loads of planes had been cancelled. And so the queues for rearranging flights were like fucking massive. Um, so basically, I kind of had a little breakdown. I texted my boyfriend at the time and was like, I've done something really stupid. <laughs> and he called me up and um, we spoke on the phone. And as I was speaking to him, I was like, I've left my passport at home. I need to go get it. I started crying down the phone to him. Mm. And I was literally like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> and then he, bless him, was like, right, I'm going to look for a new flight for you for tomorrow. And you're still going to go. I was like, I don't want to go anymore. <laughs> this is what... I was I just going to go on my own. I was very upset. And so, oh. um, yeah, so my boyfriend uh, booked me a flight um to Amsterdam like really early the next morning um for not even that expensive and honestly I was so relieved and honestly like thank god because I probably wouldn't have been able to do it myself because I was in such a stress oh god well um, I at the time was still waiting at the gate and I think I even thought because it was delayed so much that you would be able to travel back and then come back to the airport with your passport what would happen is they closed the gate and then within the closed area they closed the check-in and we had to wait for hours and hours and hours on end and it just didn't stop and I think you get a refund for the flight or you get some kind of compensation if it's delayed for six or five hours or something and ours was delayed I think by 4 30 or something so we were literally so close to getting a refund but we didn't get it because it wasn't delayed enough and I just remember all of us waiting in the check-in literally begging them to just let us on the plane and even tell us if we would fly out. Because at this point, I think it was because of the thunderstorms, they said that we may either cancel the flight or that we our flight might be the last one going out that night. So at some point, we actually got on the plane and then <laughs> waited in the plane for, I think, another two hours. And we had like small children in the plane who were getting so tired and so exhausted 
So at some point... Screaming, uh, crying. No, no, actually <laughs> not. I was very impressed by this. I remember having a very small child in the seat um, behind me and I thought she would riot, she would cry. No, she actually just fell asleep on her mother's oh, lap. Oh, amazing. And she didn't do anything for the whole flight. So bless her, wherever she is right yeah, now. Yeah, you know what, Angel. Honestly, thank you so much. And then they started going around giving out free chocolate and free water, <laughs> free, I think, fruit, crisps, and just free food. Because they told us, you know, you had to wait for so long. We we need to feed you somehow, especially because people were getting very thirsty. So, yeah, that <laughs> that was quite a lot of fun. At least I think we bonded in the plane. I think I started talking <laughs> to the person sitting next to me. <laughs> Bonding over isn't life shit. Literally, because everyone was just so sad, but also kind of happy. Because, again, our flight was the last one going out that night. So we at least got to go, you know. Exactly. So, um, so it was a bit horrific at the beginning. Um, anyway, so the next day. No, I'm not even done. You oh. remember? What oh yeah, no. Okay, night? go. How can you forget the best thing? I feel like the pinnacle happened throughout the night. <laughs> God. So I got. It's such a joke. It's honestly so unreal. Whenever I tell this to people, they question if it's real. It is real. I swear. It happened. I went. To I'm Amst impressed. I arrived in Amsterdam. The airport was very very small. Um, so I remember going to Toronto, going to New York. Obviously, they have loads of taxis, loads of cabs waiting there to transfer people. They have buses, trains, everything, just like in London. In Amsterdam, they had a couple buses. And, the, and because it was so late, because I think I arrived at like 3.30, they had one bus, <laughs> one single bus, <laughs> which I don't even know if it was coming. And I was standing there like, well, there's no cab. I don't know how to call a cab. I, I don't speak Dutch. There's only one bus. I don't really know how to get back. So I remember following this older woman and she, bless her heart, actually helped me. She was so, so sweet. She even asked if I want if I want her to come with me to my station, like if she should escort me to my Airbnb, which I found so amazing. But I said, you know what? It's fine. Don't worry about it. I can go there myself. You just go home because it was late. So I got off the bus. It worked out fine in the end. I had, I think, 8% battery left. And for some reason, I didn't know where the Airbnb was. So I was at the bus stop. I think I was using Google Maps at the time. But then I think my phone, oh, yes, my phone <laughs> died. So I was standing there not knowing what my Airbnb was, which was great. Homeless. Exactly. It was four in the night. I think some guy from across the street came to help me. R looking back at it, a bit creepy at this time. I couldn't really be bothered. I think he just meant, well, was just one guy coming out of a club at night. So I think what I did was remember the house number and everything because I knew my phone was about to die. So eventually I found the house was all good. Honestly, I still can't believe I did that, but oh well. I was really prepared to sleep on the street that night. So I found the house. I also remember the code. I think I wrote down the code and everything, knowing my phone would die. I went into the house, found a safe downstairs, which had two pairs of keys, which I assumed one for me, one for Fergus. Went upstairs. <laughs> but no. <laughs> just wait for it <laughs> god went upstairs put all of everything down uh got undressed and went to get a shower because i just wanted to refresh myself and then go to sleep so as i got out of the shower i saw that i had two missed calls from an unknown number <laughs> and i was wondering what, what was that and then the host of the airbnb had messaged me on um airbnb and told me look marie i'm so sorry i know it's very late but did you by any chance pick up more than one set of keys because there is another apartment in the Airbnb 
which the people thought they just arrived downstairs and they can't find their key. So did you maybe by mistake take their key? Mind you, the host was super nice, super apologetic. And I told, I wrote them back and I was like, so sorry, I did. I thought the key was for Fergus and me. So I took it. It's fine. I'm just going to go downstairs and give it to the couple. So I went down, got dressed, gave the couple the key. Or I think I just opened the door, put the key in the box, got back up. <clears throat> got undressed again because I wanted to change into my pajamas and literally just as I was completely naked Whoop. I could hear someone unlock our <laughs> door and I was like oh my god Fuck. oh god what's happening so I literally just grabbed my towel and could just cover my front with it and then the door opened and the couple from downstairs <laughs> stood in the doorway and literally the girl went like oh my god Oh, shit, because they saw me standing there just covered in a towel. And I was like, oh, my God. And they told me, oh, my God, what's happening? So it turns out we were supposed to stay in the upstairs apartment. They were supposed to be in the downstairs apartment. And I put the wrong set of keys back into the box. So instead of putting the upstairs keys back into the box downstairs, I put the downstairs keys. I hope that makes sense into the box. So I basically they gave them the key for our apartment instead of the keys for their apartment. And because they had booked the downstairs apartment, they just went there and didn't assume anyone was in there. So like I said, I hope that made sense. <laughs> so, oh God, they just came in. They were really tired as well, bless them. But they were just as old as us. I think they were in their early 20s, so they were very chill about it. What time it. was this now? 4 a.m. 4 a.m. I think that was 4 or 4.30 um, so we just had a quick chat and they were like, we're so sorry. And I said, well, it's kind of my fault, isn't it? I put the wrong keys down there. Like what? They didn't do anything wrong, really. So we literally, I basically just gave them the other set of keys and they took the upstairs apartment instead. And we ended up staying downstairs. At this point, I messaged Fergus. I, we actually have to look up if we still have those messages. I, swear I mean, I must have been do. asleep at this point. Uh, Bear in mind, I went back home. And was getting a flight the next Probably, day. Probably, yeah. Maybe you were getting up at this time. I think you were getting oh, up at this time. because I had to get up at like 4 or 5 a.m. Exactly. to get the early flight. And I think at this time it was 5 or 4 in the morning. So I think you were just getting up. And I <laughs> texted you in all caps, texted you, you won't believe what just happened. This is such <laughs> Oh, I remember. Exactly. Yeah. At this point, I was, it was really weird. I was almost like in a tr state of trance. I was honestly not even caring anymore. It was just so funny. And I did get to sleep, actually. And I did get to sleep until, I think, 10 or 11, because by then I picked you up from the train station. Yeah, it was so, like middle of the day. Yeah. yeah, I remember it was around 12 that I landed. Exactly. Do you want to tell about your charger? Tell us yes. about your charger. So this is a little minor just inconvenience, but it just kind of added on top of all the shit that had already happened. And I was just a bit like, could do without this. So... Yeah, so I got my really early flight the next day and me and Marie decided to meet in like this in the central Amsterdam, like near the station around like midday. So obviously, like I'd got there, flown there, actually made it uh, finally. Um, and then first of all, like I came out of the train station and Amsterdam greeted me and it was amazing. <laughs> like it was such a nice city to just come out and see. And um, so I started walking down towards the central to see if I could find Marie. And I realized I had forgotten to bring with me my iPhone charger. So I was there with not that much money anyway. And I was like, well, I could have avoided an extra charge by just bringing my 
phone charger, but I didn't. So me and Marie just went on a hunt when we met. First things first, let's find an iPhone charger. So we went around. <gasps> that reminds me. Oh my God. Do you remember as we walked to find the iPhone charger? I accidentally, I don't even remember, know why I remember this now. I walked on the bicycle lane and a woman on her bike almost <laughs> rode me over. Remember? Yeah, this, this is the other thing about Amsterdam, if you've never been, is that <laughs> there are so many modes of transport. So there's the tram, cars, bikes, buses. So, and basically. Boats, probably. But, yeah, but not on the road. <laughs> Wow. Or maybe. Um, anyway, so the thing is about crossing the road in Amsterdam is that you you literally have to look like 10 times each way. And even then, you're probably still going to get hit by a bus. So or you might a, as well just run and see bike. what happens. Or a bike. Or, or a fucking boat. I remember she literally... I've never seen anyone coming that close to riding me over with a bike. She almost fell over the top of the bike. Yeah, so... So that was good. The message is, in Amsterdam, watch yourself exactly. with the transport. Um, and do remember your passport and your charger. Yeah, oh god. Yeah, so the charger obviously not that big a deal, but it was just fucking like inconvenient on top of the stuff that had already happened. Um, so yeah, we found the iPhone charger, all good. Then we had like a nice, cute little day, and we decided, well, we're in Amsterdam. Like we only had two days, I think. I think we had three days. No. Oh, we were meant to have three days, but because of the whole yeah. flight passport, blah yeah. blah, the total was like two days or something. Fair. So Which we honestly used very. We very did. Well. I feel because, like this yeah. is the thing. You've got to if you're going somewhere for a short amount of time, you might as well pack in as much as possible. Thank you so much because I have friends who, and I'm not even lying, stay in the hotel all day or just walk around not seeing anything. And I'm thinking to myself, why would you spend all the money to go to a new city, which is also quite exciting, and then yeah. just not do anything? And also, like, especially Amsterdam. Exactly. Like, Amsterdam is so cool. It's still, like, one of my favorite cities of all the places mm -hmm. I've been to. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, you've got to, like, pack stuff in if exactly. you're going somewhere, you know, especially if you don't go on, like, a regular basis. Exactly. So, um, right. So we thought, after doing some, like, fun stuff in Amsterdam... Um, this is the next kind of disastrous kind of downfall, almost kind of a downfall, a bit of a weird thing that happened. So we decided, you know, we're in Amsterdam. One of the main things about Amsterdam, obviously, is the weed. <laughs> so, which is, kind which of is decriminalized. Exactly. So we Only were like... smoke legally, kids. <laughs> yes. <laughs> PSA, smoke legally. <laughs> so And obviously take care of your health. Yes. Of course. So I can talk, I'll speak out of own experience. So well, you'll hear exactly. So, so oh. we were like, right, let's look for a good coffee shop. Which in Amsterdam, basically, you, like, there's a clear difference between cafe and coffee shop. Mm -hmm. Coffee shop is where they sell weed. Like mm -hmm. legally, they can they sell it there. Um, so we were like, right, let's find a coffee shop. Let's get a joint, and I think we we also bought some weed brownies because mm -hmm. um, weed brownies are just. Well, delicious, I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I thought. So we went to this coffee shop. I can't remember what it's called. Um, uh, and it was really nice and like friendly and cute. And we were like, right, let's get a joint each and um, like a weed brownie each or mm -hmm. something. We took the joint, went and like sat on the canal, mm -hmm. which is a really nice thing to do. And just smoked the weed and like had a chat while like watching the people going by. And it was which really nice. Which we honestly didn't even enjoy that much because neither of us enjoy smoking. This is the thing. Yeah. <laughs> so like with weed, here's the thing. I prefer eating weed brownies mm -hmm. to smoking it. I don't mind smoking it maybe if it's not mixed with tobacco because mm. it's the tobacco yeah. that just tastes really grim. Exactly. And whenever I smoke weed, it seems to like make me have a really sore throat. Mm. So, 
you know um this is why i prefer just eating weed brownies to be honest um yeah so we did that it was all good it was cute watching the canals go by and blah 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 so no <laughs> watching the boats go by on the canal um i mean maybe we thought the canals were going by at this point, <laughs> at this point <laughs> maybe um, to be fair it didn't really have that much of, a, of an effect on us the well, smoking didn't yeah it. no sm- <laughs> the weed brownies however God. so yeah so then God. later that night we used the weed br- used we ate the weed brownies we had like we had two, so we had one that night between us, and then we saved mm-hmm. the next one for the next day. Um, and Marie, was we went like, to the red light district first. I remember. No, wait, we ate it in mm-hmm. our in our Airbnb room. Then we went to the then we went to district, the red light district, and Which everything was, was very confusing. Very confusing when you're like high on. You know, I mean, weed brownies can be kind of intense. It's a bit of a debatable zone, anyway. And if you're high, it was wow. Yeah. My brain was trying exactly. to focus, and especially wow. when you go at night. All the lights, exactly. all the weird stuff that goes on at the red light district. It's all very weird. It's a weird mix. Yeah. And um, the funny, well, what I thought was funny afterwards was then went back to the um, the Airbnb and it was quite late at this point. I can't remember what time. And the weed, like with me, of like it also makes me like super tired as well and like spaced out. And Marie was like, let's watch Hannibal, the TV oh, show. Which- Quick shout out if you've never shout seen out. this. Stop, drop everything you're doing stop right your now life. and watch this show. Watch Hannibal. It is insane. It's Apart insane. from Killing Eve, it is the best thing I've ever seen. Oh, interesting. We are two film students and we can highly and we highly recommend, recommend Hannibal, Hannibal. So while high. Exactly. <laughs> we are, no. We are very qualified to recommend it to you. So please watch it sober and enjoy. Or, high, or both. Well, what? well, well, <laughs> well, why do you even question that? <laughs> My God. Okay. Anyway, so we were like, let's watch Hannibal. And I'd never seen it. So I was like, cool, let's do it. And like, we were both kind of high and like, well, yeah. And I was also like, Bleh, like super spaced out and like tired. So we were watching it and I was watching it, but I just wasn't taking anything in because I was so spaced out. And we watched like <laughs> a lot, like seven episodes mm-hmm. or something like that. And I completely forgot everything that had happened because oh. i was so spaced out and, and there's a quite eventful show like yeah. quite a lot happens so it's, it's annoying if you miss something no it's super yeah. interesting but just yeah maybe watch it sober for the first time yeah. so that you because you've got to appreciate the aesthetics of exactly. all the violence oh. and everything and everything and everything the murder and the murder the just murder watch <laughs> it is beautiful so right. that's what so i was there lying in bed like eyes half closed like spaced out tired high watching hannibal I and was then going i was and then what happened with marie i was going to shower <laughs> and i got into the shower showered, dried myself went into bed and forgot that i showered <laughs> because i was so high so i ended up showering three times i ended up cleaning my teeth three times nice and, and clean exactly i remember asking fergus and being like did I show already? <laughs> and I was like, well, I don't know. So I think at some point I just trusted myself that I had. Uh, also because I smelled quite intensely and quite good at this point. <laughs> I mean, intense. I showered all the worst things to smell of. And then I just lay in bed and here's something. I don't want to sound weird or something. I mean, if you enjoy weed, you do you really. But I really didn't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy the feeling. I really didn't enjoy the effect it had on me. Because basically, I was laying in bed and I forgot 
that breathing was automatic. And I thought that I would forget how to breathe. So I literally laid in bed, breathing very consciously and literally counting every breath I did. And I was afraid of going to sleep because I thought I would die in my sleep because I forgot how to breathe. So I got very paranoid and really scared. And I did not like that. But then luckily, <laughs> the egg story oh, happened. Oh, and now oh, you can hear eggs. why we okay. called this traveling eggs. Wow. So, oh, here we go. Enjoy. <laughs> My God. Right. Should I start? Oh, okay. I'll start. Okay. Okay. So, I, as I said, was like half asleep. And it, it was getting to the point now where I was almost sleeping. Like, I was sort of awake, but sleeping. That's the only way I can think mm -hmm. to describe it. And I was falling asleep while Marie was. <laughs> I was talking. Marie about... was talking and I was, she was trying to tell me a story, but I was so I zoned was basically, out. I think we were talking about alcohol and ha going for cocktails at this point. Oh, okay. And I think I told you, I definitely told you that story because a friend of mine used to have this really shit boyfriend <laughs> who would bring a water bottle to class, to high school class, and had it filled with vodka because he thought he was so special and so I call cool him not. Cool guy. Um, and it looked like water. So he would bring this with him. And then you asked me and were like, what? what? I? And I, because I wanted to highlight how stupid that guy was, <laughs> said, eggs, my friend's eggs, as in ex-boyfriend. As in ex-boyfriend. I, in my high, tired state, woke up and was like, eggs? Like, why the fuck are you talking about eggs? Like, the food? And I was like, what the fuck? And like, I was like, eggs, like, in a basket or what? And... <laughs> <laughs> and I was Why like, so, I'm so I don't know. I just had an image of like eggs in a basket. And I was like, what? Amazing. So just I fresh from the farmer's <laughs> market, freshly pooped out I, by the chickens. By the chickens. Mm. Amazing. So I was so confused and was like, why the fuck? <laughs> Are you talking about eggs? Like, and why are you talking about your friend's eggs? eggs? <laughs> and then carry on. I think we talked about, and then I said my friend because she kind of has a family <laughs> of farmers. And I think, and I said, well, my, first of all, I was talking about my friend's ex. Yeah, and I was like, but oh. she also lives on a farm. Like, she doesn't live on a farm, but she has family members who, you know, rural village would not have chicken who produce fresh eggs i was like yeah i guess they have really fresh eggs <laughs> <laughs> and so, then it was only when and i was like okay this is weird but whatever but it was only when marie was like no i'm talking about my friend's ex that i realized how stupid the conversation we just had was because i was like why are you talking about eggs and she was like well my friend kind of lives on a farm so i guess she's involved with eggs and then she was like yeah but i was talking about the friend's ex and i was just like <laughs> it was too much for you to take yes and i feel like i was crying at this point so was i because you were crying and saying what eggs and i didn't understand so i was like well eggs and <laughs> So I was just crying because you were crying, really. Yeah, and since then, eggs have become a staple in our friendship and everything exactly. to do with eggs, whenever they come up, whenever we see an egg, whatever, anything like that, we're always like, get overexcited. And so eggs have <laughs> built up of being how important they are in our life. And so That's that it. is why we decided, well, the traveling should be, you know, for, there should be the core subject of eggs, which is why exactly. each episode is called a different egg dish because that's how it all really started country. i also feel like this made up for everything that happened at the beginning because it was just so funny yeah such a like amazing moment it kind of made up for everything yeah. and now we have even this was bear in mind 
nearly two years ago, mm-hmm. um, like a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. I think it must have been. And yet we still, they're very important to us eggs because we have like a framed photo of eggs in our flat, which we share Two. and oh, and, and one on our fridge exactly. as well. Um, and so like they're just iconic. I gave you a keychain that said, you are my egg. Yes, I have like a little light up, one of those little light up boxes that oh. you can put the different letters on that Marie gave me. And it says, you are my egg, which is now in front of it's on my shelf yeah beautiful so it's a very cute insider yeah and now we shared it with you so everyone who's listening to the podcast can now go out and laugh about eggs exactly (laughs) you can laugh with us confuse your friends um yeah so that's basically i think the worst like those are the disaster parts of well no when we when we travel back oh when we travel back ah okay so the main thing that (laughs) happened The main thing that happened with me, I remember on the way back, was that this was so stupid. So right before we left, like we had all our stuff. We were about to get the train back to the airport. And we were like, let's have the second weed brownie in the park. We we still had a bit of time. Yeah, we still had a bit of time. We were like, let's chill, eat the weed brownie. I think play cards? No, I can't remember. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, so we ate the weed brownie. And then when it kicked in, I was a bit scared because I was basically like, this is another thing that happens if I'm high on weed, is that like... I'll forget what's just happened. Or, like, I'll forget what happened, like, well, 10 so minutes do ago. I. So I'll walk from, like, the park where we were to the train station. And then I'll be like, wait, what the fuck? Like, how did I even get here? Like, so how did I get to the train same station? Same with me, because we stood at the train station. And I told you, why, why are literally, we... Literally. How did we... Oh, it was... And I was like, what if we... I was literally like, what if we forget, like, to how to get to the airport? Like, what... Oh, God. Kudos to us for making it to I the know. airport, really. With public transport. We I didn't know. even take a we cab. We did good. Um... And then when we got to the airport, one of the things, yeah, I got slightly paranoid, as you do, you know, on weed, um, about the fact that I thought, because the weed brownie was still in our systems, then when we went through air, airport security, I thought that the, that like, scanning machines that, like, scan your body for, like, I don't know, like, metal or, like, drugs or whatever, would see that there was weed in our system. <laughs> <laughs> and that we'd oh, get arrested dear. which is not even illegal which even isn't even did. even illegal and also to be fair oh, we were kind of sky high and we had very red eyes so i feel like exactly. the security guards knew this they but must again, have known and also it's, it's amsterdam, amsterdam. Exactly. it's amsterdam like they they know but like i thought what was going to happen was i'm going to get scanned and they're going to be like beep beep and then it's like <laughs> you have weed in your system and you have to stay here you have to stay here until like it's gone because obviously it's not <laughs> legal in the uk so oh, um but that didn't happen obviously exactly. and i got through and Marie got through. And I checked the board, I remember, because it was still... I think the thunderstorms actually had stopped for a little bit and then packed up again as we were leaving. And literally, and I'm not joking, every single flight back to London that day had been cancelled except for ours. And this is not a joke. Because I remember it was, I think, not even that late. It was sometime in the early afternoon. I looked at you and asked you, am I being high, paranoid, or just stupid, or did literally every single flight get cancelled apart from ours? And you told me no. That is, oh yeah, that yeah. was what happened. So that kind of made up for the fact that you know we had That's some trouble at the true. beginning. To be fair, like in the way on the way to Amsterdam, my flight was also the last one leaving that day. So oh yeah, they had more yeah, scheduled of the storms and everything. Exactly, they had more scheduled later that evening and throughout the night. But obviously, ours got delayed, so it ended up being in the night. But it was also the last one that left that day. Yeah. So. I feel like all in all, at the end, we kind of, we, 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 we made up for what happened at the beginning. That is a thing. I feel like we are always getting into these 
bad luck situations, but in the end, it turns out to be good. Yeah. There's a danger of it going to absolute shit and just going completely wrong. But in the last second, it turns around and it just doesn't go there all the way. Yeah. Because you ended up coming to Amsterdam. I ended up getting my flight. I ended up getting to the Airbnb. I ended up making up with the neighbors. It was all good. We ended up getting back. So... It's in an experience. End. Exactly. And nothing uh, bad actually happens. You so know, knock on wood. <laughs> well, anyway, well, there are, have been some bad things, but we'll tell you about them yeah. uh, later. Um, yeah. So I feel like at the time, obviously, it's not funny. No. <laughs> but then you, it's you know, now now we're like, well, you know, it was an experience. It was and beautiful. like, it makes a good story. Really? Um, okay, cool. So I feel like now, should we just have a little chat about the city in general exactly give a few little tips things that we did uh, places that we just recommend for you to go if you're thinking of going to amsterdam which you should which you 100 percent should it's one of the most amazing cities it's beautiful amazing um i feel like it's very small it is it's for, so small or it's maybe it's not even that small i think they're smaller capitals but it yeah. feels very nice and homey and small whereas london and new york obviously are huge capitals, exactly busy modern <clears throat> never sleeping Amsterdam is, like I said, very homey, very down yeah. to earth, very relaxed. And I feel like it's also the the one of the main things for me is that like it's very different to normal European cities, mm-hmm. and like it has all the canals and everything. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that makes it look different, which is why I liked it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, let's have a little chat about things we did, things we recommend. Right. I think you can start off. Right. So I want to actually thank you. I already thank you so many times because I am an insane museum nerd. And mind you, every single friend I go on holiday with, I always warn them and tell them if we want to go together on holiday, you have to be prepared for me wanting to go to museums for literally hours. So if you don't want We're that, talking all day. Hours, literally. <laughs> mind you, the first time I went to the Louvre, I stayed there for eight hours. The second time I, the second time I went, I stayed for six, I think, or five. So... I always tell this to my friends and always tell them, look, if you don't want that, it's so fair. I completely understand. Then maybe we should <laughs> either not go together or have different plans. Yeah. So far, all of my friends have been very understanding. So shout out to them. Also, I feel like with things like this, the museum thing. Yeah. Like, I feel like you need to compromise and like make sure you do what everyone wants to do. You know True. what I mean? So like, I'm happy to go to museums. So I was very grateful because you agreed to come with to even two museums with me and you even spent a lot of time there with me because I was thinking that I would be so annoying for you because I no. stopped in front of every other painting but you appreciated it just as much as I did so that was really amazing we had a great time yeah exactly we went to the Rijksmuseum and to the Van Gogh Museum I am sorry if I'm butchering that <laughs> pronunciation for anyone <clears throat> who is speaking Dutch natively um but yeah it was absolutely beautiful the museums are Really, really beautiful. Amazing. They have amazing paintings. They have some ship replicas, which you can see. The Rijksmuseum has a beautiful library, which I don't know if you can go to. We could only see it on a walkway, but it looked absolutely stunning. It's one of my favorite pictures. Beautiful. The Van Gogh Museum was really, really nice. Um, so, yeah, it's a staple of Amsterdam. So I definitely recommend you going there. It's a very good representation of their culture. So definitely go check that out when you're there. I also have something to add in terms of the museums. Mm-hmm. But so when I went with Marie, we didn't go here. But when I went with my, at the time, boyfriend, um, later in the year, we went to the Sex Museum, which I highly recommend because one, it well, I mean, it's um, it's very interesting. I feel like there's a lot of, like, just quite 
graphic stuff there which i kind of love and like one of the main things is like there's a room which basically has like models of two giant penises um and they're just quite cuddly you know? <laughs> um, so also, I highly... this place is going to be very uh, educational. Really. Yeah, exactly. And like, there's lots of like weird stuff. It's definitely like a very Amsterdam vibe. So I recommend the sex museum as well. Also, we live in 2019, so people just open up and grow up. Really. Yeah, exactly. Just, just grow up. Take places. your friends. Take your mum. Take your grandma. <laughs> <laughs> take all of them. Take all your family. At least you're sexually educated, which is exactly. very important. Which is very so, important. Honestly, educate yourself before you have sex, kids. Yeah, so go, go to the sex museum <laughs> in Amsterdam before you have sex, kids. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, the next thing I wanted to recommend was another place I went when I wasn't with Marie, which is this place called Muk Pancakes. Um, I think they may have changed their name by now, but actually, if you look up Muk Pancakes, I'm sure you'll find it. This amazing pancake place in central Amsterdam um does the most amazing pancakes and like hot chocolate and hot drinks and everything absolutely delicious not even that expensive um so i highly recommend there if you're looking for a place for breakfast right in terms of shopping i am a bit sad that we didn't have enough time to do all of this but amsterdam has a high number of insanely beautiful individual indie clothing boutiques and small clothing stores which didn't look too expensive to me again we didn't have enough time to check all of them out I'm pretty sure they have some in all different kinds of price ranges. So definitely go check that out if you can. Have a little browse, shop something. Their fashion sense is beautiful. All of the boutiques looked very, very nice. A very nice difference to all of the high street boutiques, which I mean, I like to go to, but mm. it's a nice change. Looks a bit more individual. So definitely go shopping in Amsterdam if you can. Yeah, especially because in most European cities, it's all... Um... The thing that lacks culture a bit is when they have, you know, like loads of stores, like, as you said, like, I don't know, mm -hmm. H&M, mm -hmm. blah, 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 which is great and everything. But Amsterdam has more like individual exactly. um, independent stores, which obviously is more interesting. Mm -hmm. Cool. Oh. OK, right. so I have one more thing okay. to recommend. Please do. So if you're interested in the coffee shops in Amsterdam, there's one in particular, which I loved, um, which I went to, which was called the Dolphins. You go in, it kind of looks like the inside of a fish tank. They're really nice in there. Um, we, I had like one of their uh, space cakes, which was really nice. And like their joints and everything, that was really good. So I recommend the Dolphins as a coffee shop. Right. And obviously sit by the canals if you can, if the weather allows it and everything. And maybe take a boat tour if you want to, if you can, because that looked very nice as well. Yeah, which I did do as well. <laughs> oh, and it was, it? yeah, with, oh, not, not with you. <laughs> well... <laughs> Otherwise, you would have remembered. Maybe I was too high to remember. No, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah so. all of that stuff, recommend. There's loads more stuff apart from that in Amsterdam. Honestly, exactly. just walking around the city is True. You can amazing. really get lost there. You can. They had nice market as well. We ate at the food market. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. So that was quite nice. So, yeah, a very cool. nice, chill, indie little getaway. Yes. Please go. Please yeah. go. Yeah. Okay. So right. I just want to kind of end... I guess this wow, first so episode that was the first episode done. <laughs> yes. Wow. So hopefully you enjoyed. Um, and we have plenty more stories to come. Hopefully so, that was funny. Hopefully you could laugh along with us. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> we hope. <laughs> um, so, We're hilarious. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm just going to give you a little insight into what the next episode is going to be. So episode number two is going to be about my trip that I did with a few of my friends. Before uni, I think I was like 18, it was like the summer before uni, to Barcelona, which is an amazing city. And we'll, I'll tell you the disasters that we encountered there, because there were many. Um, 
Uh, and just as a little clue, this trip involved the same time when the Barcelona terrorist attacks happened. So just bear oh, that in mind. Damn. And there's lots of stories revolving around that for when I went and some other things separate. It was a bit of a disaster. Well, it just happens. We just right. Well, you are going to hear this later on. Yes, we have one next, more stories to tell. Next episode. Much more to come. So do stick that. to us. Do stick around and follow us. Yeah, follow and, us. Um, subscribe so you never miss an episode. Follow follow our Instagram. Please mine do. mine is Ferg, F E R G underscore Steel S T double E L E. Mine is a bit more complicated. <laughs> Mine is that tattooed B, which, which I know it's quite indie, quite interesting. If you follow me, you'll find Marie on my page. Exactly. So you can find her that exactly. way. You can also just search for my name. But yeah. Yeah. If you look on my account, which is a bit simpler, then you'll find Marie through there. Yeah. Exactly. And witness more of our traveling photos, pictures, disasters. Exactly. So please do subscribe and we will see you and hear you again in the next episode. Woo! See you Ooh. next episode. Bye. Bye.